Hello, friends. Welcome to the Love Manifested Podcast, and welcome to episode 25. guys, I am so excited today. Um, Episode 25, we are celebrating today because, um, you know, I'm a type of person that sees the value in celebrating the little things as much as the big things, you know, because keeping an attitude of gratitude helps with my inner peace. It helps it remain active and it just helps me remember um, that there's so many things we can be thankful for and grateful for. And sometimes it may take a minute to get to the larger thing. And hey, since no no one's promised the next moment, um, I've just grown accustomed to celebrating all the little victories, all the little, the little wins um, are really, are really important. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I remember when my husband and I were dating, um, and uh, because of where our life had been prior to us meeting each other and, um, you know, us being so excited and just grateful for experiencing each other and getting to, to know each other, you know, we took note of every little milestone and every, we celebrated every single anniversary. We, we made anniversaries that most people wouldn't, you know, I don't know, just silly things, but it meant that much to us. And, you know, some people didn't understand (laughs) or they poked fun at us because they were only used to seeing like the usual ones, big anniversaries, your one year and, you know, the day we met maybe or what have you. But um, to us, you know, we didn't want to ever forget where we came from, how we got here, you know, and the honor it was to be able to now have this experience of each other. Um, So it's a matter of honor and celebration for us. But, you know, when you get into just doing what everyone else has done, whose experience are you really having anyway? You know, are you having yours or theirs? You know, maybe that's why over time the honor can dissipate in a relationship and diminish um, because the celebration becomes more obligatory and just, you know, mundane. Um, So... When you have the opportunity and the privilege to celebrate the things that are important to you, however you desire, do it. You know, I encourage you to celebrate all at all points, um, the little treasures and the victories. They need attention too, you know. So, and, and that, that even goes into my relationship with God. I'm able to walk daily in gratitude. Um, I approach Him with thanksgiving. Because I know all we've been through together. I've seen the evidence of our relationship, 
the growth and the development of our relationship, his love for me. And I'm thankful for how he teaches me what I need to know about us, about our love and about obedience, about healing, about serving, about overcoming, Um, you know, because we've been in this for some time. And, you know, where I've been intentional and seeking and seeing and just being with him, I can see the fruit of that. And I'm able to celebrate the wins, you know, as well as the, the, the L's. And we won't call the L's losses. We'll call them lessons. You know why? Because I understand the dynamics of my life in this relationship. God is the highest authority in my life. And he's my accountability partner. And I don't always like it. But I do give him the authority to speak, move, and influence. And of course, course correct me. You know, course correct my life. Um, I trust it when he does it, you know, and even though some around me may not understand, um, I've lived a life of people misunderstanding or, mis- or making up their own narrative about who I am or why I did a particular thing. So I'm used to it. Um, you know, instead of being mature enough to sit down with me and receive my answer to their why, to their question of why, you know, they never ask, they just assume And, you know, I just find myself nowadays less and less concerned about other people's process of me and how, how they um, do that, how they create their own story about me and um, less and less concerned, uh, well, hurt by their judgment, you know, because I just keep walking in this relationship and I know my God and I just pray that everyone be inspired, encouraged and empowered through these conversations to be more intentional yourself in getting to know this God, your God. He's ours, you know. So I'm so thankful right now just to have the 25 episodes of Love Manifested podcast available. And let me tell you, like the first time it was dropped in my spirit, I kind of rejected it, you know. Um, It's funny, funny story, because my God sister and I were having a conversation um, in which I was telling her about starting the brand in the ministry of love manifested and I hadn't launched it yet. Um, but I was sharing with her the burden that was placed on my heart and, um, that it was just to illuminate God's love manifested through the perspectives and prayers and clothing and the various stories of survival, you know, for healing and to help people see God from an even more relatable, um, vantage you know, from all kinds of people, and that my spirit was pressing me to make this not about religion and rituals, but about relationship and just regular day-to-day moments and situations. And, um, you know, that it wasn't a, a, um, tied to idolizing one church house, I should say, church house, um, but about illuminating one God that speaks many languages and communicates in a multitude of ways for glory and intimacy with us. So um, I just, you know, it's just like so many, so many I've had the privilege of getting to know along my own journey, just don't feel comfortable in a church house right now, you know, and they don't allow it. They don't allow it to stop their knowing of God. Um, They absolutely know that God loves them and is for them. And their relationship looks like theirs. You know, so that shame and the judgment are out of, it's just, it's out of hand. (laughs) 
these days, I feel like, um, by some of our, our earth or our spiritual siblings, you know, power and control have placed, been placed in hands of people who are, um, I want to say almost perverting the power and the will of God, kind of like pimping him out to serve their own selfish gains, you know, to rule and control people and to further their own agendas politically and personally and socioeconomically. So, um, but so I'm having this conversation. I'm telling all this to my God sister and she herself has her own, you know, she's been able to, to stand in her, her own unique relationship with God. And so she says, I love it. And I don't, you know, I don't know if you thought about this, but I see a podcast in this. And I was like, huh? <laughs> well, I hadn't thought about a podcast. And in fact, when she said it, it brought me like some heart flutters of anxiety, you know, and it turned my excitement into frightment. Yeah, I know that's not a word. I just made it up, but it turned it into frightment. I was, I was, I was scared. I was scared. I was. Um, fear. My good old dear friend, fear, who stopped me from accomplishing many things before in my life. Um, my fear rose up and like, I'm not, I hadn't even launched Love Manifested, let alone, you know, looking forward. But, you know, one thing about me is I know my God and him when he, whenever, whenever it has been true, every single time, whenever he plants a little seedling in me, when it's truly him, he always confirms it. He waters it. He nurtures and feeds it and brings the harvest he desires it to have, period. You know, and sometimes that harvest is tangible with tangible things, tangible presence, tangible people. Sometimes that harvest is simply trust my faith, builds my faith. He can trust me with my yes, you know, even when I don't see why and I don't know why he's asking me to do something or why he planted that seedling. Um, but he, he knows that he can trust me with my yes. And I can see that I can trust him, that I do hear from him and that I can continue to act upon what I hear and feel the pressing on me in the spirit. You know, when he says I move, when he says move, I move just like that. So, um, but, you know, there were others within weeks after her saying that, that on their own said the same thing. And I never, <laughs> I never brought it up. One thing about me when I'm afraid of <laughs> to do something, <laughs> I keep it to myself until I work through that fear, because I know that if I ever bring something out and it's, I'm not, I need to be at least 5% confident. I don't need to be 50%, but if I can get five opposed to no confidence in it, then I can sound a little bit better when I'm sharing it with someone <laughs> that I need to partner with me in it. So, you know, like I said, there was other people that um, also brought it up. And, you know, I thought, hmm, okay, you keep bringing it to me. Um, but I even shelved it, you know, through the launch of Love Manifested for another seven months or so. And why? Because I was afraid, you guys. I'm shy. Y'all think I this is easy to me. It's not. I'm very shy. 
But then I came to a time um, where I said to God, okay, I'm going to try this out only because I believe you're calling me to it. And I try and fail all the time, but I really do try to walk in obedience to what I can confirm is your prompting. And so, and I'm thankful for grace in that (laughs) because I don't always do it, but I I am intentional. And it is a a forethought in my mind to listen to that uh, voice and the promptings of the spirit, you know, and that didn't happen overnight either. You know, um, some years ago, I found myself in a season of devastation and depression and heartache. Um, it was in that season that I feel the Lord kind of signed me up unbeknownst to me <laughs> for somewhat of a daunting course in obedience building to him and faith building to him. And so like for about two years, he took me through this um, syllabus, if you will, of materials that built and strengthened me and how um, I related to obedience in our relationship. You know, he, he showed me in that time through various, oh my gosh, it was like I was growing exponentially and it was fast, so fast. Um, but he was showing me, you know, why, why I should walk in obedience and, and, and how to recognize it and how to not question it and, you know, what it's brought forth in me by the Spirit and how to discern when it is the Spirit so that I only move when the Spirit says. And, you know, where, where we would go, the things, the, the fruits from me walking in my obedience. And you know where the course, course actually began? It started with him first revealing to me some of the unfathomable, unfathomable ways that he loves me. You know, how he loves, how he demonstrates love, who he loves. And I have to tell you, what I've learned directly from the word um, of God himself is that he loves way more people than some of you who are self-proclaimed prophets um, for his account will, will say. He loves way more people than what I've witnessed people in their loving of others who claim to love him too. I pray you get a better understanding. But that's another episode. But anyway, (laughs) after he, you know, completed that, (laughs) what I call a course correction for me, and I pray I don't have to retake it ever because that was a rough time. It was hard, you know, it hurt. And it was great. And we became so close and and, you know, there were tears, lots of tears of joy, tears of pain and shame and healing and oneness. And then he brought me into a season of practice after that. He created in and threw me from a burden for, for what he called his daughters in the gap. The women who were late teens to early 40s trying to find their way to their relationship with him. You know, he, he put me into practice with them. And on that platform, it was one in which I would, I would need to exercise what I learned in the two years and, of course, all my life years, but those very quick 
expedited two years that he had given me prior to that. And, you know, this was a, a place of testing. This was my test that I was to test what I had learned, you know, and that they were my, that was my space where my Proverbs 31 virtuous women, all y'all of eight seasons, they were my yes to him out of obedience to the call. And it freaked me out. Again, I didn't know what I was doing. But he had me to move and share and teach only what I was given in the spirit. And that was my practice of spending time with him to further develop my ear and get in the habit of listening to the spirit and moving as instructed by the spirit of God. Because there's something amazing that happens inside when we know that we know that we know that we know that our God and his voice are speaking and leading and guiding us and prompting us. You know, it empowers us in a whole different kind of way. And I had no idea that from that moment of that breakdown I had through the course of, you know, him building me and then putting me into practice, it led me to say yes to doing this podcast. All of that was for such a time as this. And I'm, you know, here we are. And I'm excited that it's 25 episodes. I don't know how many episodes we're going to be in. But um, here we are. We're, we're 25 episodes in. And um, I will be here as long as hopefully he will, as long as he says, you know. But I'm so thankful and I'm deeply appreciative to my tribe of, the, of chosen family that God has gifted to me. Um, because individually, as the Lord led me, I went to each of you, and I can count you on two hands who you are, and you know who you are, and I shared with you what I was embarking on. And some of you, I mean, I needed all of you for different things, and it was really cool because it wasn't like I sat down and I was like, oh, this person, I should tell them, and they'll do this for me, and they're going to help me in this area, and they'll strengthen me in that area, and they'll come alongside me in that it wasn't even like that. I shared what was happening. I shared what he had called me to. And, you know, some of you I needed for accountability. <laughs> and some of you I needed for intercession. And others I needed to remind me when my fear wanted to overtake my faith, which happened quite often. You know, but together we've gotten to episode 25, you guys. Together. You know, you helping me walk in obedience and me relying on the strength of our relationship that you would do what I needed you to do to help me get here. And I'm so thankful that I will forever be thankful, you know, and y'all were in y'all, y'all were holding me down. I mean, the excitement and the joy was over. It overwhelmed me when I shared what we were going to do here with the Love Manifested podcast. And, <laughs> you know, y'all went into complete action. I mean, my intercessors were on it. The accountability partners giving me goals weekly. Okay, what are your three goals for this week? By the next time we meet in a couple weeks, what are you going to have accomplished? You know, what do you need to get done at this point? And helping me set those goals and make those, <laughs> make those goals, you know, it, it helped me not think about my fear as much because I was on task to get it done. And um, 
you know, taking time to walk with me through how to produce this and the things that I needed to think about and not letting me quit all the times when I would get in my head or in my feelings and, you know, I would come to some of you and I would say, you know what, I don't think I should do this or I don't think I can do this. You were all strategically placed in my life also for such a time as this. And I'm, I'm, I'm sharing all of this to hopefully further encourage someone who is, is um, contemplative because of fear or some other reason that's, that doesn't matter, <laughs> but you're contemplative about a burden that the Lord has placed on your heart, something you feel the Spirit is leading you to do. Be encouraged and inspired and know that God will bring to you who he needs to help you accomplish what he's asking you to do. He's never going to ask you to do it alone, and he's never going to ask you to make something out of nothing. He's got everything. And you wouldn't even know it, but everything that you need, all you have, Pastor Mike, is all you need. Seriously, it is the truth. Everything that's around you, you don't even know it yet because you haven't even tapped into it all real, real good yet. But I want to encourage you, get started. Get started. You know, he, he will send people, he will illuminate people that are already around you and show you different things that you may not have even accessed in them yet. And they were there all along, giving them their blessing to bless you and more purpose in your life and your life for each other. You know, people love to support you. People want to honor and help you with a call that has been placed on your life, a purpose that you're trying to walk out with God. He even sent angels to me. I mean, I'm telling you, he did an incredible work with the angels um, that he sent to nurture the seed he planted. Uh, I want to bring a special attention, especially to, um, specifically, I mean, to a journey that I made to Idaho three months before launching the podcast. And on the plane, I met a wonderful family. And they were led by this angel of a man who sat next to me. And our encounter began with a smile, simple smile, and a discovery of his son's basketball program that a dear friends of mine were also in. I even, I think I called them or texted them while I was talking to him, like, is this the same? Because I thought that was cool. And him and his family were traveling for a basketball tournament or something. But we, smoke, we spoke at lengths, right? And we spoke the entire flight about life and how our experience had shaped us and led us in directions at various stages of our lives. And um, that it was, in fact, God who was doing all the leading. <laughs> and I'm not sure, but for me, I believe we witnessed and we ministered to each other in some way. And then a good three quarters of a way into the, the conversation and the flight, it was revealed that he was a pastor. <laughs> and I said, of course you are. Of course, of course you are. And I always, I'm always like, I see you, God. I see you. So we had so many things in alignment of how we understood and grew in our relationship with God. It was, he was a godsend, a true godsend. 
Um, so I just want to shout out Pastor Brandon Rainwater of the Vine Tukwila Washington Church. Um, and I want to thank you for your divine encouragement, your inspiration and empowerment in that moment. You have no idea. You have no idea how God used you on that flight. I was carrying this seed. I was pregnant with this seed he had given me. But in that moment, at that specific moment when you got on that plane, I was walking in a a moment of doubt and fear. Um, I was unsure of whether I should, should or could give birth to this, to this, this thing, this call, um, the way that would honor my seed planter. And, you know, you lit up when I shared, when I got to the part of my story where um, we were, com- and we were going, we had such great conversation. But you lit up when I shared the entire mission of Love Manifested, and you encouraged me, and you told me, you know, of what it needed, how much it was needed, and how, um, uh, you know, so many people would be able to, um, it would just touch the hearts that it were, was meant to touch, you know. And, and, and I thank you for that because it was genuine and your response was so encouraging and inspiring. And when you found out who my earthly father was, because somehow you intuitively knew, I don't know. Um, I forgot. It was really funny how we got to that. But, um, and that was early in the conversation. You didn't do the thing that a lot of people do when they find that out. You know, they freak out with amazement and all these they just do something that it just creates a really awkward moment for me (laughs) but you were excited and you were honored but it was different you didn't fanboy out or fan guy out I'm sorry I didn't mean to call you a boy but um you know and so you told me you know that what I was doing was needed and it would reach those hearts God intended but the most power in all of it and it was an incredible counter um, was what you left me with, Mr. Rainwater. You said, you are your dad's song, his living epistle. That's what you said to me. And it hit my spirit so deep, it nearly knocked me down as I was standing up to exit the plane and gathering my things You know, I just felt it go through my core. And I want to thank you for just being a beam of light and hope for me that day. Um, So I thank you. I've prayed for you, your beautiful wife and your children, your church, and everyone placed on your path that they will forever encounter Jesus through you as I did that day in that divine intersection that we have. I reflected often on our conversation, and it was some of the most um, inspiring. And it was was actually some of the inspiration behind the first episode that is titled One Daughter, Two Fathers. So um, I just want to thank you, Pastor Brandon Rainwater, and I hope you and your family are well. Um, Hopefully you get to hear this. You said you were going to be listening, so... 
<laughs> I hope you've got a chance to hear an episode or two. But to all the guests as well, all the guests, and I should say not but, and to all the guests who have bravely trusted me and exposed your hearts and stories. The first ones that came to a podcast that was not yet established. <laughs> Some of you in those first episodes, you hadn't even heard it because it hadn't launched yet. We were recording for um, that first couple of months. And I want to thank you because you trusted God and you trusted me. And you came on and you shared and you were excited. And so many um, people have reached out about your stories and what you've shared and how it's touched them. And so I thank you. And I can't wait to have you guys back because there's really so much we can all discuss. And as we are here about hearts, we're not about accolades or a moment or someone having three seconds of fame. We're here to share the movement of God in our lives, the hand of God in our lives. So thank you, all the guests that have been on, the ones that hopefully will come. Thank you so much for being here with us. We made it to episode 25. <laughs> Who knew, right? Well, I guess he did. Um, and to all our listeners, I just, I thank you for listening this far. Oh, let me back up and say to the um, <laughs> to the wonderful man, the producer of the Love Manifested theme song, Justin Allen. I love you. I love your your wife. I love your parents. I love your sister, your brothers, your brother. I love you, and I thank you for um, again your your enthusiasm to do God's work and get that done and. I'm excited for everything else that we are working on and we are going to be completing um, under this umbrella. You did an amazing thing with the music and you're easy to work with, my brother. So thank you so much for um, making that a simple, easy process for us to get that song done because I needed a little theme song and I was just going to sing, this is my theme song, this is my theme song. This is my theme song till someone writes me one. And the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, that someone's you. Get to writing. And my producer was like, yeah, that someone's you. Get to writing. I was like, oh, my goodness. And so we have a little, a little jingle. <laughs> but, yes, to everyone who supported this podcast and helped us, my family, you know, my three, I, I, you already know. You already know. But um, I love you and I thank you for your encouragement and for picking me up when I just, I get in my head. So everyone that's been listening, I thank you for listening thus far. And I continue to pray for the inspiration it may have over your heart, the encouragement you may receive for your situations and the empowerment you may experience to take a leap of faith to explore trust and commit to your personal relationship with God. He's not going to let you down on his side. This I know to be true. So I love you all, even though we may never meet. Um, but I thank you for listening. And those of you that are just coming in to listen for the first time, 
go back and check out. There's all kinds of episodes from all different walks of life, all here to just share and encourage and inspire you with a moment that, you know, they feel, they felt that uh, they needed to share. I always ask the, the guests, and I tell them this when we finish, because it's not scripted, but I always ask them at the end of the show, do you feel like you deposited what you were carrying today to deposit to the community of the Love Manifested community? I don't ask them if they thought it went well. Do you think it sounded good? Do you think you, did you deposit? Did you make your deposit today? So somebody else can come and withdraw because you can't get anything out of what we didn't put anything into. And they always say, they tell me yes, they tell me why, they tell me through tears, through smiles. And I appreciate that so much because that's what we're here doing. We want to deposit for you so that you can withdraw something. I'm here for the one. I don't care about likes, numbers. I, 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 I don't even check the numbers. When I go to, install, um, to upload a new show for the week, the numbers come up. And I might go through them very briefly, but I don't remember them. And I don't, I always, when I'm looking at them, I always hear the Holy Spirit say, it's about the one. These numbers don't matter. And that's not what I called you here for. God didn't call me here to count numbers, to be about the numbers. How many? I'm here for the one, the one person that needs to hear this one topic, this one piece of encouragement, this one story of hope and overcoming, of survival, surviving. That's why I'm here. My audience is always an audience of one, and my one is God. And as long as I'm doing this, I will be committed to making sure that he is pleased with what I do, because I know I can't please everyone. But from my heart, I want it to be what he's asked me to do. And so I thank you for, for listening, and I pray that you share it with someone, not because I want to be the first or the top whatever. I just want whoever needs to hear this to get that hope that they need it to keep going to keep going. And I want to leave you with this. There's this gentle heart. His name is Jonathan McReynolds. He shares the gifting of his angelic voice to encourage and inspire us all. He praises and he and 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 worships God and um he, he's inspiring us through his music to do that, to praise and to walk out this earthly life with our gracious God. And he wrote a song, and I concur. And he said, May your struggles keep you near the cross, and may your troubles show that you need God. And may your battles in the way they should. And may your bad days 
prove that God is good and may your whole life prove that God is good. That's what he said. And I concur. Remember, as long as you woke up today and there's breath and life in your body, you're still in the will and the plans of God. You have purpose. I don't care if you're in a hospital bed. You have purpose. And you matter and you have value. You're precious and you are loved. God is for you and he's with you. And he, I know you see a lot of things around you that look and feel good. He is actually good. So, episode 25, in the can. I pray that I get many more episodes with you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. And that you keep on pressing on, seeking him, and refilling your hope, walking in faith, building trust, learning how to obey him, learning how to serve him, him, and learning how to love like he does. Until next time, friends, love you.